I used to be a very timid, negative thinker and people pleaser. Then my relationship with God changed all that around. Now I have this podcast called The Essence of Life, where I share with people about various aspects of life. For example, your health, finances, personal development, your relationships, and of course, your spirituality. And just how you can balance all of these things together to live the abundantly blessed and balanced life that Jesus came for you to live. John 10.10 tells us, The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I came so that you can have life and to live it to the full and to enjoy it. If you would like to know more about this podcast, please subscribe for more content on living the abundantly balanced life. Sebo, sounds good. God bless you. We met during my pageant years in Barbados when I traveled there for a competition. She was launching her second book at the time called How to Have Mind-Blowing Sex. You could check that one out. Dr. Jenny's Charles is my Facebook friend and I would definitely say an inspiration to me from since then. It is so thrilling and exciting to know that I am able to highlight her latest book, Journey to One, A True Love Story. Gabriel and Denise J. Charles have been married for 38 years and are the blessed parents of three creative adult sons who are all trained artists known today as Santrio Creative. Gabriel and Denise are the founding directors of a registered charity, Better Blends Relationship Institute, which was established in 2008. Better Blends has its motto, Blending Lives, transforming communities and since its inception has been committed to working with couples and singles in the areas of personal development and relationship health. Denise as a lead relationship coach is a trained and experienced counselor and through the institute they both continue to prepare couples for marriage while also working with the married and unmarried to improve their relationships. Denise's articles on love and relationships have been featured internationally on several websites and she has been a feature writer for Fresh Vancouver Magazine, Canada and Hitched Magazine in California. She has also appeared several times as a relationship expert on Rogers TV Toronto and on the Huffington Post's HuffPost Live Internet TV New York. In Barbados, she has been a feature relationship expert columnist for the Sunday Sun newspaper and also hosted her own relationship talk show on radio, the Starcom Network, for approximately three years. She's currently the resident relationship expert on CBC TV's Morning Barbados. Dr. Charles is a full-time educational professional with over 30 years experience at both the secondary and tertiary levels. She holds a doctorate in educational leadership with high commendation from the University of the West Indies and is currently employed by the Ministry of Education in Barbados. 
She is the author of three motivational books, has published academic writings in education, and is a certified cultural practitioner, arts enthusiast, and award-winning poet. Gabriel, her husband, is a graduate of the Barbados Community College's Hospitality Institute, is the former owner and manager of New Day Iron Works. He is an experienced minister of the gospel and is also a graduate of Haggai Leadership Institute, Hawaii, where his interest in marriage and family was further nurtured and developed. He has traveled extensively both regionally and internationally to share the gospel and to take part in leadership conferences, with his most recent sojourn taking him as far afield as South Korea in 2018. He's currently involved in a range of entrepreneurial ventures, including some of which reveal his avid love of cooking and hospitality. As a couple, Gabriel and Denise are the sought-after speakers and presenters on relationship and marriage issues across Barbados, and they remain committed to the vision of Better Blends Relationship Institute to transform lives and communities through quality relationship education. I love it. They enjoy spending quality time together on date nights, which I have been privileged to see and experience during their little Facebook live sessions, listening to romantic music and dancing to their favorite love songs of the 80s and 90s. It gives me great pleasure to welcome and to share on the Essence of Life podcast the story of Gabriel and Denise Charles. They are a couple that I have been looking up to for a few years now. I just admire how they have been sharing their journey of love and they have been promoting the beauty of love and marriage. And I just feel thrilled and privileged to share their latest project together as a couple as they continue on this journey. So stay tuned as we get into the story. Okay, so welcome to the Essence of Life podcast, Dr. Denise Charles. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am excellent, and it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast with me. It's great to be here. I really appreciate the opportunity. Excellent. So we're going to be talking about a product, another baby that you have just given birth to. But before we get into the meat of it, as excited as I am, I still want to do the cliche usual question. Who is Dr. Denise Charles? A little bit about who she is. And we get into it from there. Well, I like to call myself a Renaissance woman. Um, several nice. years ago, I was in a job where um, a friend at the time, one of my work colleagues, bought a book called The Renaissance Soul. And The Renaissance mm-hmm. Soul was defined as someone who is diverse, who's multifaceted, who does a number of things. And I thought that it so appropriately described who I am that I, I coined the term Renaissance woman. And um, nice. 
you know, professionally, I am an educator. I have been in education for well over 30 years at both the secondary and the tertiary levels. But since 2017, I've been working in central administration in education in Barbados at the Ministry of Education in the in the area of curriculum. So I no longer teach yeah. formally, but I work across schools in Barbados uh, from the Ministry of Education where we monitor um, what happens in the curriculum and, you know, various facets of education we are involved in. Um, apart from that, I've done some tutoring at the, some lecturing at the university level as well. And uh, I am also a trained counselor, relationship coach. And with my husband, we, we started something called Better Blends Relationship Institute in 2008, where we offer counseling and coaching to couples, to singles. We do a number of presentations, keynote speaking, we speak at churches and so on in the area of relationships and personal development, etc. It sounds like you you guys are living the abundant life that God came for us to have. And this is what I promote on this is what I promote on this podcast. So it's nice to know that we have someone that we can look up to who's living it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, so I, I I wanna pinpoint a little bit about how we met. We met a few years ago, uh, when I came to Barbados for a pageant. And I think you published, maybe that was your first book that then. That was the second book. That was my second book. Oh, it was the second. Your second. Oh my, I need to read up a little more about you. Okay. I thought I had it down packed. This is book, this is okay. book four. Yes. Nice, nice. And I think that's where we met. And we pretty much connected on social media since. And we have yeah. been able to, you know, just maintain. I have been following you. Uh, I especially love how you and your husband do these little facebook lives ever so often and you know you share your your little intimate date nights with us and your good music i'm just like man yeah yeah. relationship goals (laughs) yeah yes we enjoy doing that yeah it's a beautiful thing to see that in this day and age that we have couples who you said married for 38 years oh my goodness that we can say oh my god okay there's an example for us to still look up to and you would have mentioned that you work together counseling couples in in reference to marriages and relationships and even the singles and i love that so much and i think it's so critical and paramount for us right now because uh, too much is being done to try to dismantle the original plan of relationships from That's God. Right. So mm-hmm. I love, I just love you and your husband. <laughs> I Thank admire you. the two of you a lot. Uh, you guys have a fan in me for sure. I just want That's you to know great. that. <laughs> That's nice to hear. <laughs> yes. So we, we're going to be talking about um, your latest book. And this time, hubby is right there next to you, standing tall. Journey to One. Journey to One. A true love story. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I hope you guys make this into a movie, even if I haven't read it. Well, (laughs) perhaps you're prophesying because um, we're having that discussion with with our sons um, when we started the project that eventually we'd love to make it into a movie. Yeah, because I'm just looking at the cover and, and the pictures are really great. And you have three sons and, and it's amazing to know that they're all creatives and they can do that part of the work for you. That's right. I mean, it is a gift from God that he's really brought Gabriel and myself together because if we weren't together, we would not have had these specific children that we have. They are a combination yeah. of us both. 
and they're each yeah. extremely talented in the arts and um, um, actually two of them would have worked on this book uh, my last son would have done the photography that graces the cover uh, both back nice. and front and my middle son would have designed the ex the book the branding you know, he put it all together he actually put the whole book together <laughs> the whole layout design everything he did it from scratch wow. you know so we are it's, it's amazing yeah. and i'm sure persons who will be seeing it later down will definitely agree with me i just love the whole color scheme and everything yeah. so let's get into journey to one mm-hmm. what inspired so, it yeah during covid we were all on lockdown and uh, um, prior to covid my husband and i led a small community faith-based group on Sundays, a very small group we would we would work with on Sundays, etc. But when COVID set in, we all went online, and mm-hmm. we would do sessions online from time to time, more Sundays. And one Sunday, we were doing something called Journey to One. That was what we mm-hmm. named our message that morning because some mornings mm-hmm. we would share on marriage and family. Yeah. And that morning we shared a session called Journey to One. And we were looking at the whole concept that, you know, even though God speaks of the word, speaks about the husband and the wife becoming one. And we know that that oneness is established at the wedding ceremony. We also said that we felt that oneness was also a journey, that it was both and. You did become one when you got married, but you also had to work at developing your oneness. You had to yes. work at making that oneness a reality because you're two separate individuals coming from two different backgrounds with, you know, two different sets of baggage. And we touched on some of our life story during that Sunday morning session. I spoke about some of mine. My husband spoke about some of his brokenness and the areas where we were individually challenged that when we came together, it, you know, it, it presented its own set of challenges because we, we had these unresolved issues that we were not even aware of prior to marriage. Because yeah. back in the 80s when we got married, no one really talked about pervasive, deep marriage counseling. That was not on vogue back then. You just got married, you know. And even though I was well-read, I got married pretty young. Pretty young. I was 19. But I was wow. very well I was very well read. I was very well read. I was actually a student at the university. I was a student of literature when I got married. But I, I read a lot. I read a lot about families. I remember I subscribed to James Dobson and focused on the family magazine. I listened to his programs. I read lots of books. I bought books, you know, from the Christian bookstore. I, I read a lot about marriage and relationships. But all that I read could not have prepared me for the reality <laughs> of what marriage was in terms of having to it, it moved from theory one, to practical. You know? Yeah, and I had been together for a little while, courting prior to marriage, you know. So that whole idea of journey to was something. Sometime after that session, because we did, we only did one session by that name, and we went to do a part two, but it never happened. And sometime in our conversations, because we would meet in my my study, my office, many mornings, where we would have, we would share together. Because I wrote a third book called Tonight I'm a Butterfly Celebrating Seasons of Change which is a book of like inspirational reading separate inspirational readings and we read them every morning we read one a day it's like if I didn't write the book you know we read it together once a day (laughs) And and we would reflect on it together because it has reflective activities at the end and during those reflections it came upon us the idea of of writing our story writing our writing it as a book you know that's where it started 
and uh, we started we set out to do that you know i started my husband followed um you know i edited and you know we reworked it and he would write a section i would write a section and, and that's how we started the journey towards writing that book called journey to one it's that that's beautiful now in my experience um quite a few young people do get married and um they barely they barely survive the first year I, i don't know if you would be if you would mind sharing the first year yeah the first the f- yeah because <laughs> some people will be like the first year is the worst year and if you, you know no that you so know true. so <laughs> the first year the first years for us were cha- they were beautiful but yet they were challenging i would never forget those first months of being together not having everything because we didn't have a dining set when we got married we didn't have that my husband was building it and he hadn't finished in time so when mm-hmm. we got married we, we, we sat on pillows and ate on the floor nice. you know we, we had our bed we had our living room suite but we didn't have everything and we were so happy we were just happy to be together you know and those mm-hmm. those first few months are so special in our memory still we still speak about them but then when reality set in as it were you know we found that we would quarrel over the slightest things we would disagree over the slightest things and not that that is bad that's not a bad thing but then not knowing how to cope with the disagreements because at that yeah. time my husband would do something called stonewalling where he would just get quiet and wouldn't speak he would just freeze up in anger and mm-hmm. i know feeling you know kind of unsure and i talk about this a lot in the book so all of this is spoken about in the book we are very honest with the yes. challenges that we face in those first years you know um but we grew a lot as well and uh, you know so it was a mixture of beauty and pain <laughs> <laughs> you, you know ladies don't beauty. like the quiet treatment that that's when they get real angry and i think that a lot of young couples tend to argue a lot because like you said no one really entirely prepares you you may have read the books you may have maybe gotten some tips but it's just the two of you and god when you get to right. that space where you're now sharing you know because my husband and i actually never lived together before we got married really okay so it was it was a new experience for us too for and, us as uh, well totally new we totally, we had some totally we fresh. had some interesting experiences yeah you know but it, it's so important to communicate i believe it's so important to communicate and um to pray that's right and depending on yeah. where you're coming from because i came and this is something i wasn't aware of either when i first got married when i got into my mid-20s is when i really started to understand who i was and what my challenges were based on yeah. my childhood and a lot of the trauma that i faced in my childhood and i speak very candidly about this in the book um so i think when i came face to face with a lot of my trauma and the things that bothered me i understood but i didn't quite understand it then but i began the process because this continued well into my 30s i began the process mm-hmm. of unraveling why i didn't cope well with disagreements because i had a i had a horrible fear that i would lose my husband or that i would lose our relationship and a lot of this stemmed from the trauma of my childhood so i didn't deal with disagreements very well like you know i became very panicked and very anxious and, and as a result yeah. i did a lot I, i did a lot of nagging as a result of that yeah. you know so i didn't come into an understanding of what i was doing and why i was doing it until i was older 
uh, and God began to work with me. I began to be counseled. I, I began to read books that helped me, you know, deal with my emotional trauma and, and, and my spiritual trauma, I would say, uh, as well. You know, and, and I guess over time, over several, several years, I'm sure over well over a decade, <laughs> well over a decade, from my 20s to my 30s, you know, I God worked on me with those areas of my life. I, I'm, I'm listening to you because I have an episode called Would I Date Me? And yeah. another one I did about the kingdom spouse because um, uh, quite a few of the single ladies, particularly, would ask me, you know, how do or who is a kingdom spouse and how are they expected to be? And I think that, um, again, in my observation, a lot of these single ladies in particular think that because it is a kingdom marriage or it's a, a marriage in God that the but the person is automatically perfect. Perfect. You and, took the and word that right is out of my the, mouth. That is so it's true. so far it's a fallacy. From the truth. Yep. It's not yeah. true. That's yeah. Not, that's so, not true. And maybe men have that expectations too. That that expectation as well. That we as a godly, you know, the woman as a godly woman will be perfect. She will do all the mm-hmm. right things, mm-hmm. cater to all of his needs, you know, make him feel super in every respect. But sometimes we as women, we are struggling with our own yeah. selves and our own self, self-esteem and self-worth. And sometimes we are not in a solid place to even begin to meet the needs of our husband. Sometimes he isn't in that place yeah. either. You know where he could meet our needs and these were things that were never discussed as my husband says in the book you know even when churches began to deal with emotional trauma and began to look at deliverance and you know you're needing to be set free from childhood past your childhood you know your past or your adolescence or even your early adulthood and things that happened to you a lot of the focus was often on women and not on men yeah you know? yeah yeah so we get very open we discuss all these things we're going into a lot more depth a lot more detail in, in i'm thinking i need to I, I need to get an uh, extra an extra copy because my husband and i do marriage counseling together yes, so i think i need to get a copy for myself and yes. one just for that part of it but tell me tell me about the the chapter layout of the book you know give me a little walkthrough of the storyline you know how many chapters do we have and you know just how each chapter flows into the next Okay, there are eight chapters in the book. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the book begins with the whole question of ready for love. You know, are you ready for love? You know, I, was a, very, I was a very young person <laughs> when I met my husband. I won't give that away now. You have to read the book. But I was fairly young when I met him. And, you know, the whole question of being ready for love when you're so young, you know, is the question that is asked in the book. And then mm-hmm. we look at steady love. You know, when you got into getting yeah, a little bit more settled in your relationship, we weren't yet married. And then we go to um, girl, I'm gonna marry you. Oh baby, think I'm gonna marry you. <laughs> oh, my God. Like that <laughs> <laughs> I love it already. Yeah. So we use we then we go to um I think we went to through the fire. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at the challenges in the relationship. We went to yeah. moving house. You know, we went to endless love and then we went to let's stay together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we use a lot of the lines from the songs that we love because we love the music from the 80s and the 90s. You know, yeah, we, got married, we got married <laughs> in the 80s. And if you see with the date night, we choose a lot of that music. Yeah. You know, because we just love it. We found we find it so meaningful. You know, mm-hmm. when we renewed our vows at 30 years, 
we came into Al Green's Let's Stay Together. You know, it was so beautiful and so meaningful to us, you know. And um, yeah, so we, we, we pepper the book with some lines from love songs that are meaningful to us at the different stages that we're describing. It is also peppered with some of my poetry because one of the things I didn't tell you is that I'm also in Barbados, a cultural practitioner. I, I'm a, an award-winning poet. I do poetry. I do spoken word performance poetry. I also write narrative poetry. Well, poetry for reading and, and yes. so on. So, yeah, I love poetry. And a lot of poems were used in our relationship by me. I, I wrote a lot when we were going through different things. I wrote yeah. to reflect what I was engaging with at a particular point in time. So I use a lot of that. Um, pieces of the poems at different points in time in the book as well nice there is a fear that is i do not want to say plaguing because that might be a strong word but i know it definitely is affecting marriages today there's a fear of like you would have said you had earlier when you think you were going to lose your husband and um the fear is coming from um cultures where persons are very disrespectful to marriages it's like you see a married man or you see a married woman and you don't have the automatic respect for them you still try to pursue them you still try to you know infiltrate and there are couples who who are afraid to even share their videos or pictures on social media because they think like okay if we put ourselves out there looking happy then we mm -hmm. open ourselves somebody's up for going attacks. to target target right you. right so i think that this is um this is something I'm also noticing that is affecting young couples who are now married and they're dealing with this thing. And, and the ladies in particular, they complain a lot. Okay, my husband is not doing this and he's not doing that. And there are times when I would try to explain, like, sometimes you need to get him, get it from his side too, because things affect our men too. Mm -hmm. So how would you say, um, is, is it um, a case where your book could be a part of that solution to this specific issue? or in your own experience in that field? Can you well, share well, some sentiments on that? Well, we do speak to these things. I wouldn't want to get into all the details, but we do speak no, to no, these things. No, no, don't give us too much. <laughs> right, we do speak to these things in the book. And a lot of my fear and anxiety actually emerged out of my lived experiences with my parents. Because my mm. parents, uh, my, my, my father at the time, was a, a serial adulterer if i can put it that way you know from my youngest memory my, i can i can remember from very far back and, and i don't disrespect my dad he's still alive we do have a good relationship god has repaired our relationship he has restored it and we have a very very good relationship now he was actually at my book launch on saturday um at 86 <laughs> he was at my book launch you know nice. but when i was growing up you know from as far back as i could remember he was always cheating on my mom right he was always cheating um there were always different women and and my, they were married they were married people uh, my mom was in the church he stopped going to church and from as far back as i can remember from about three or four he was cheating on my mother with different women at different times and it devastated me as a child but i never had an outlet to speak about it because children didn't speak about those things back then no child would dare tell their mother or father how they felt about what they were witnessing you know that whole thing you know children should be seen and not heard and it was yeah. as, as almost as if you are a child, so you don't really have feelings. You don't have, yeah. um, you don't make observations uh, and, and so on. But I, I observed quite a lot. I was very intelligent. I saw a lot. I 
I observed and I internalized my mother's pain. I carried my mother's wow. pain throughout my entire childhood and adolescence. So that when I married, I had this thing inside of me like a ticking time bomb that I was not aware of. I was not aware wow. of it when I did get married, you know? So all of this fed into a lot of the fears and the anxiety that I had. Um, but I do, as I said, I do go into this a lot deeper in the book. Um, yeah. So I do understand nice. the um, So tell me, yeah, with that being said, who, who is the book for? Who is your, your target audience? Well, obviously my first target audience would be couples because I'm thinking couples would be interested in reading about another couple who they may be able to identify yeah. with. And the fact that we are Caribbean people, we are from the Caribbean. Yes. You know, my, my husband is actually St. Lucian and has been living in Barbados for the bed, for, for most of his adult life, but he, he is St. Lucian. He still has St. Lucian roots. He still has his, his memories of St. Lucia, um, but he's St. Lucian and, and we would have met here. Um, but mm -hmm. I think that the fact, number one, we, we, are, we are very happy to have done this book because we think it, we think we have broken new ground. We, we've said this repeatedly here in Barbados on the media that we don't think there's another Bayesian couple that has written their true life love story. I don't think that there is another one. <laughs> so I think we are first in that regard. I don't know about the rest of the Caribbean, but definitely in Barbados, we are the first to have written our true to life love story. And um, we want couples to read it, but we also want singles to read it because I find, as I said, we, meet, we did an event on Saturday, which was our launch and uh, a little bit bigger than just a book launch, you know, a show. And what yeah. we said to those who were in attendance is that we believe that single adults need to be exposed to teaching about marriage. They need to be exposed to teaching I about agree. sex. We can't wait until people get married to start telling them this exactly. and that. You're an adult, you need to be in a place where you can learn, where you can listen to others, where you can hear about others' life experiences, and you can you know, make your own value judgments, your own assessments of your own self, and how ready you are for a relationship, where yeah. you need to grow, where you need to change, where you need to be expanded, where you need to be stretched. You need to be exposed, you know? So we're really targeting everybody at the end of the day, even though we want couples first to read it, you know, but singles can garner lots of value from it. I have some single friends who are right now reading it and, and telling me, oh, I'm at this stage, I'm at that stage, you know? <laughs> no, so. I'm happy you said that because I definitely agree with you that the singles need to know what it is that they could be getting into. That's so right. I definitely agree that it could go for both. So where can we get copies of this amazing book? Okay. Because well, I need right to get now, mine. Right, right now, it is only available in Barbados. I will be on Amazon by next week. Um, okay. I do have I do have my Amazon account because all my other books are on Amazon. So it will be uploaded to Amazon um, in the Kindle version, but I will also make it available for um, print for people who want to, to do, um, you know, order a printed copy. I will um, do it like that as well for those who might prefer to have a print book. Because I know although we are all digital and we do reading on our tablets and our Kindles and our phones, etc. There's some people who still like to have a physical book. I still like physical books. Although I have books on my iPad, I love a physical book as well. So we will ensure that you can download it in Kindle format or if you want to do print on demand and, and order a printed copy that you can do so. You, you can't see me, but my hand is up for one of those with the printed copy. <laughs> yes, I love, I know, I, I, like, yeah. I like that printed copy. You know, but if you wanted to get a printed copy, 
you know, quickly, I could still mail it to you from Barbados. Yeah, I was about to ask. Maybe you could ship one to yeah, me. Yeah, I'd be willing. Get a signed yeah. copy and all of yeah, that. Yeah, I'd be willing to ship it to you. Yes, we okay. could we could work we could work on that. Okay, that sounds excellent. All right, with that, I'd just like to ask you um, if you have any final words in reference to the book. But I feel like I want to have you back on the podcast to talk a little sure. more about relationships. Yeah, but no problem. Just tell us again about the book, why we need to get it, and where again we can get it, how we can contact you, follow you on social media. And I'll be attaching all your links to the show notes as well so persons can connect with you. No and like problem. Like I said, your Facebook page is fire with those videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So people definitely want to see that and connect. That's with right. You. Okay. Um, the final word, I would just say that this book, I believe, can be life-changing. Um, yes. when, when I handed it to my editor, she, you know, she told me it impacted her so much. You know, she said she couldn't put it down until she had gone to the end, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she, she's, a, she's, a, she's actually an educator herself and um, a, a, a woman of excellence. So I trusted her words and she said, you know, she, she found it riveting. She couldn't put it down. And um, we disrobe a lot in the book. My husband and I have said that. We've said that openly here. You know, so we've made ourselves vulnerable. We've opened up ourselves to scrutiny because all of our linen is out there, both the clean and the dirty. It's not all clean, mm-hmm. obviously. It wouldn't be a story of interest if it only had good yeah. things to say in it, you know? So we, we are very open about our lives, about the mistakes we made and, and about how God restored. And um, we want people never to give up on love. I think that's a message. We want people to never give up on love. We want people to have hope. And this is something that I tell people even when they come to us for counseling and their relationships are are very damaged. You know, I put my counseling hat aside and I tell people, you know, God can do anything. If God could have mm-hmm. changed our marriage and shifted it around, when at one point I mm-hmm. thought we were headed for divorce. You listening to me? When at one point I, I thought we were headed for divorce. If God can do it for us, he can do it for you as well. You know, and we want mm-hmm. to give people hope. You know, so this is not a fairy story. This is a true life story yes. of the struggles and the pain, the beauty of our love in its infancy when we first met and first got married. You know, then the struggles that came with life. As I say in one of my poems, life happened and um, I was unfurled. I was unfurled, but yet God was faithful and God restored our marriage and has set us on such a path that we could never have dreamt you know we are so close to we are so much in love with each other we are living god's purpose we still have challenges like anybody else you know we still have challenges Mm -hmm. the day-to-day challenges of life you know but we're facing it together with god and we want to inspire we want to inspire other couples we want to inspire families motivate them you know to seek a strong love to journey towards a strong love that journey to one and keep Dr. god in Charles. the picture keep god in the picture Dr. when when someone asked us a couple of years ago what is the secret for our marriage we said the god factor definitely the god yeah. factor I, i'm listening to you and i, I could actually feel you know just your energy and the genuineness in what it is that you're sharing mm-hmm. and um it really makes me want to read the book and as i said i do respect you and your husband 
in my experience with the two of you i'm happy that you know ab- above all else you guys decided to stick it together because yeah. that's what marriage is it's a commitment not just for a man and a woman but god it reflects right. god's commitment to us and um if we could see it like that because god doesn't you know walk away from us mm-hmm. then like you said we wouldn't want to give up on love despite of how difficult it could get and can be i'm i'm really excited to get a copy of this book to read it yes. and I'll definitely leave you a review and I, like I said I love that it is going to be something genuine mm-hmm. that people can relate to and I think people love that they want to see that I could I could see myself in this story it's not something that's unattainable for me but it's something I could see okay God did it for them and he can do it for me I appreciate that so much thank you And thank you for taking the time out to come on the podcast with me to share about your book. I definitely look forward to connecting with you later. Thank you so much. I enjoyed having this chat with you and I wish you and your husband and your family, you know, all God's blessings. Thank you very much. Stay within the blessings. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye.